0: Part two.
1: Hello and welcome to Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast, uh, episode 61. Uh, I'm Sam, along with my stud brother, Travis, here to break down our overreactions to week one NFL. A uh, couple days removed from the emotional stage, I think, which is a good thing for everyone's cases, ours as far as listeners. Um, but we're right up on the heels of week two. And we got some overreactions, nonetheless, to go over. Uh, first off, Trav, how was your week? And then we'll get right into it.
0: Week's been good, man. I, I put in my notice for my new job. So I'm uh, as far as my last day, starting a new job on Monday, pretty excited about it. Damn. So it's been a nice cruising week. But I am okay. ready for football this weekend.
1: Very ready for football. Congratulations on that. Um, before we get into this, I, I started watching, it was part three, part two. Four. I didn't I didn't get to see the first two. Did you see that Mets uh, 30 for 30? That was kind of interesting.
0: I'll be honest with you, I don't remember last of 30 for 30, Sam. I don't remember. Wait, wait, it,
1: well, ES, 30 ESPN for 30 was turned
0: into 180 for 180.
1: It was like <laughs> 30 moments, 30 great things for 30. And it was like just keeps going. Um yes, PN, it was on. And I guess for me, it's five o'clock. So uh, for you'd be eight. So Maybe not following on it unless you really wanted to watch it. But it was very interesting. It's about the '86 season uh, for the most part, and just the craziness that went on. Is that the team Daryl Strawberry is on. Daryl Gooden, uh, whole yeah. slew of characters, and then uh, this is like the good before <laughs> the bad. Cocaine. Um, cocaine. There's some cocaine. Um, there's some other things too. I think sure. the entire the entire team. Uh, but the Bill Buckner that was the, the series there. Yep. Uh, pretty crazy, crazy circumstances. Anyways, I digress. Um, we'll get into a little bit of baseball. We're getting in the hot, the hot time of the year here, coming in the playoffs. Um, let's talk football though. We had a lot to kind of talk about. I know we were texting a little bit back and forth. I'm not sure what games you kind of chose to watch outside of the Patriots Dolphins game. Um, Do we want to start around the league, or we want to go right pats and break them down a little bit? Let's go around the league first. Okay. All right, let's go around the league. Easy ones to focus on. Obviously, we had that um, first game. We already touched on that, so we don't have to to break that down between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, even though this next week's going to be real important for those Cowboys. Um, And now we saw Marcus coming out with a foot injury, so he's going to be done for like six to eight. That helps the Patriots. (laughs) <laughs> um, as far as big games or surprising games, let's go with that one. We'll talk about performances um, after the fact. I mean, the one that seems to be the biggest talking point has been the Green Bay uh, Saints, if I had to pick one. Um, overreaction galore, I think. Because at the end of the day, I think Aaron Rodgers will do Aaron Rodgers things. Uh, was it last year when the Buccaneers were lost a game like that? and ended up winning the Super Bowl. Remember, there was a terrible loss. Yeah, they had that, I
0: mean, the bigger concern, obviously, their offense sucked, but mm. defense wasn't great. up, Granted, they kept Winston under 200 yards passing, but when you allow five passing touchdowns, not great.
1: I think if you ask any quarterback, if they could only throw the ball for 200 yards, but they could have five touchdown passes, they would choose that all day. Correct. Um, so good on Jameis. Who does the Saints have this week?
0: Um, that is a good question. They, I'll tell you right now,
1: they have the Panthers, which should be a good game. It should be. Um, so anything you kind of take from that game, I I heard, I did watch, uh, a good part of the interview he interviews Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee every week. Mm -hmm. And he does, he does let everything just kind of slide. He doesn't really, uh, hold anything back and it just sounded like it was one of those games that got away from people anyone who's played sports before hey I know for us we've got some big games and all of a sudden you're down two nothing three nothing and it's just like oh shit this isn't going to stop it's just that type of game um and before you know it the end of the you know in the last quarter your last period whatever that is uh you just have those games and it just so happens it was the first one I like you said the greater concern might be from a Packers standpoint the defense but if I had to ask you this do you think it was more of the Saints doing some pretty great stuff or do we have to look at the Green Bay Packers and say oh shit
0: I think it's a little bit of an oh shit for the Green Bay Packers I mean Rodgers obviously being in the league so long is not going to overreact and he's not going to show that like yeah, we got some shit to work on um, I don't know I mean they have to figure some shit out clearly if you're giving up it's I mean, at the end of the day, Saints are pretty good, but it's still Jameis Winston, who, to be fair, does have a lot of talent. But like talk about the ultimate, like throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions simultaneously in a season is pretty impressive. Um, so <laughs> hard hard to do. Hard to do. It sure
1: um, is. So
0: yeah, I mean they definitely have I would and the defense is going to be the biggest thing for the Packers because we, as you know, you said Aaron Rodgers, you think he'll be fine. I mean, you can sling it with the best of them. So
1: they just only put up three points. That's not great. Right. Um, okay. Let's keep moving around. Another big surprise in my eyes. Um, I guess I lost track of it because I didn't realize it happened until it was, it was over because I saw the early, you know, the early scoreboard of the, the uh, Buffalo Bills and Steelers game.
0: Oh, they got
1: I think that surprised most people with the Steelers putting a run together in that second half. Um, I guess we shouldn't expect much else from a successful, you know, as far as consistency goes. The Steelers are going to be there as long as they're healthy, um, but not really sure what we're going to see as far as aging goes from Roethlisberger, as far as how the team was going to be together, as well as facing a team that's, hey, let's put it this way, maybe top three expectations to to make a run in the Super Bowl. Um, did you check out any of that game and any takeaways from that?
0: Yeah, I watched your favorite. I mean, obviously, you never know what you're going to get locally. But we definitely got that game, so we watched some of it. And, I, I mean, I think I misspoke when I said they got murdered. But when I say that, I mean, Josh Allen did not look great. Um, looked a lot like Josh Allen of, like, two years ago, where he was just not very poised in the pocket. Um, I don't know if you watched it, but it was that one play. I mean, he had no awareness that T.J. Watt was coming for that strip sack. That was a pretty – big player tj getting <laughs> yeah. that money yeah seriously i mean right after he literally did the money sign first um, off did
1: you hear how he did his deal i i no, i did not he basically walked out on his agent and just walked in the room was like hey let's sign this thing <laughs> He was just pissed he wanted to play some football
0: i mean it's not like he's hurting for money there what did you get like 92 million guaranteed something like that some crazy amount of money
1: oh, like um but yeah no. josh
0: allen Didn't look great, so that's going to be a lingering concern. And then it's not like Miami's a cakewalk for week two for them. Um, Definitely a big bounce-back game is in need for uh, Buffalo here. Um, Yeah, and I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh. I mean, their defense clearly is going to keep them in a lot of games. Their offense, Roethlisberger, I think if you talked about this last week, Roethlisberger said, you know, it's going to be a a learning process and might be slow going in the beginning. Um, And you kind of saw that. There there was not a lot of – I mean, Roethlisberger was 18 of 32, so pretty much like just over 50% completion yards per percentage. Mm. So not great, but I mean, a win's a win. And that defense, you know, really played well. So
1: a win is a game. win, especially in Week One.
0: That's a fun division. I mean,
1: mm. I don't know what
0: to make of the Ravens. You know, that game. I'll be honest with you. I stayed up <laughs> for most of it. It was 27, 27, oh. three minutes left.
1: Was that not the strangest um, game?
0: I went like to bed, You, could, like, you watch you that do.
1: first you watch that first quarter in most of the first half, and you're like, man, dude, Oakland sucks. Or Oakland. Sorry. I take it back. Vegas sucks. And then all of a sudden, they just keep throwing to Waller. They keep oh making God, their God, way down. Crickets. Crazy.
0: It's like dude, you do have other receivers, one of which was like a top five pick. I
1: I know. Last I'm so year. I'm so disappointed that I didn't tune into the manning coverage i uh, i
0: tried to and i was like i I don't know i mean and obviously everyone's giving him pretty rave reviews for the most part
1: but on what i've heard
0: peyton is peyton and he's great mm -hmm. eli's just kind of meh that's who eli is um i definitely gotta tune into it next monday
1: i i I guess i saw some of the highlights of when the russell wilson was in there and it was very (laughs) yeah i love that stuff that's part of the reason i like like tony romo covering is because these guys are calling it out in real time. Like they're the QBs. They've done the, the homework. It's like they're the ones on the field and they're seeing coverage or in the moment. They're making a call, what they would do. Some people hate that. Um, they hate hearing, like, I don't know why you would. I, I think it makes the game so much cooler to, to to think of what these guys are processing in the moment. Um, and so that was kind of cool. But yeah, uh, we'll see. I'm sure the production value, they're it's just in a figure-out stage right now, so I'm sure they'll um, get that dialed in. So it's all action all the time. Um, but, yeah, that game got very interesting. I mean, you could probably, when we get to the Patriots here, a big thing of that was just ball security. It's tough to uh, – I mean, Lamar Jackson was doing Lamar Jackson things. He Brilliant. is incredible. Uh, it's, like, it's like that – I don't know if you noticed, it's like that last move at every play. It's mm-hmm. always that last little, like, stutter or cutback um, that just makes every play so phenomenal. Again, what, he had two fumbles, right? Yeah. Yeah, can't be doing that.
0: Like I said, I watched it to 27, 27, three minutes left, and then I just said I'm going to bed because I just don't care who wins. But to my <laughs> point before we started talking about the game, I mean, that division on the whole, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I would probably tune into every single Bengals team this year just to watch, you know, Burrow and, and Chase – and even T. Higgins to a certain extent.
1: It's interesting. There was a lot of questions about Chase.
0: Yeah, I mean, he looked like he belongs. I mean, he was a stud.
1: Well, wasn't it him saying something about like the football size is harder? Yeah, to catch? It it's a different
0: football. <laughs> it do not have the he same. He probably
1: audience. regrets that.
0: He's he regrets pick up that the tip of the ball. Well, anyways,
1: well, like um, I think there was a. Yeah. I don't know
0: if you saw it, but there was
1: a – I I think people forgot Joe Burrow. How how solid he looked last year until he went down.
0: Correct. There was a side there was literally a side by side of like a play from LSU and the touchdown he threw to Chase and it was like the exact same pass. Yeah. in catch, same kind of like defender falling off of him and just kind of tiptoeing in the end zone doing stance. Yeah.
1: Kind of cool. I who who knew you'd want to tune into a Bengals game. Um, I mean they've been drafted so freaking high all year. How about the game? You know, I I when it's all said and done, it was a great game. Um I I don't personally this is my own opinion. Don't think it was the game of the week, but the uh, Browns. In in for all intents and purposes, they lost it, man. Oh um, yeah, the Browns. That's, definitely that's a lost game. That there game. are no moral. We we talked about this last week with the Cowboys. There's no moral wins, no victor, moral victories in this league, especially when you only have 17 games to prove it. This game could be a huge one down the line. I know it's game one overreaction again, like we said in the beginning, but this game could very well show up at the end of the. I don't care how good the Browns or how many steps the Browns have taken. If you can't beat Kansas city, when you have them on the ropes like that, then um, you lost. And, and that should be a pretty devastating loss. Cause you had them. Um, I know Patrick Mahomes does some crazy things. Just bootleg out. I love when it says on the stat line it's like five yard touchdown run. Well, when you watch it in real time, he ran like 50 yards to get there. Um, oh yeah. That's, uh, I mean, he's video game type. And he chucks it down, and somehow his wide receivers are always open. Um, but it just seems like the Browns get tight there, and they lost it. And uh, yeah, just just so goes how it always is.
0: Yeah, I don't,
1: yeah. I mean, they. I mean,
0: you look at the highlights; they definitely gave that game away, and then Baker threw that crippling interception to, to finish it. But um, I fucking hate the Chiefs, man. I really do. Like.
1: Don't get me wrong, Patrick
0: Mahomes is fantastic to watch, but like fuck the
1: Chiefs. <laughs> there you hear it. Professional die. Di- <laughs> nice. Um where else can we go? Um I watched quite a bit of the Eagles uh Atlanta game. <laughs> I know Atlanta's there's not much terrible. going on there. Uh and I know it's really tough to take a ton away, but I gotta say. Jalen Hurts, looking like a QB, man, that could be a problem. Um, looking like he likes his receivers, he likes his weapons. Uh, had a little Russell Wilson-looking type stuff going on. Uh, I don't know what you think about that. Do you think it's going to be sort of a game against Atlanta type thing, or do you think it's a sign of something to come? Not to say that they're going to make a run, to be one of the top teams or anything like that, but um, no, totally. something we might see more of.
0: Let's see how he does next week against San Francisco because that's a real defense. So that'll be a good litmus test to see where Jalen Hurts is at versus a, like you said, a, is it just a game against the, the Falcons? Yeah, um, yeah. But don't get me, he looked great, but again, we'll see what it's like against a real defense.
1: Yeah. All right, you, um, named a, you name a game, and if, it, if you don't have one off the top of your head, we'll go Pats uh, Miami, but <clears throat> Anything else that caught your caught your mind?
0: Not really. I mean, Texans might have gotten their only win that they get all year, at least for the first seven weeks. Um, Kyler Murray, stud.
1: Oh, Tennessee that was in. a big game. Tennessee, that's no slouch, man.
0: Real they asshole. put it real bad. Hopkins is oh. fantastic still. Oh, there's that, well, that. I don't know if you saw the highlight of AJ Brown saying like how Hopkins got. You like he was like on the. Bench, like, how did he do that? Like, uh, unbelievable catch. Um, Kyler Murray, man, he was just like moving around the pocket, just slinging it, just making plays. Sure. um
1: a- Is Trevor Lawrence going to survive the season?
0: Million dollar question. They're already talking about like you seeing Urban Meyer in the like, is he going to get to USC? To which he just said no. But like, <laughs> there's know. so much turmoil there. Like, Urban Meyer hire was a stupid hire.
1: Feel like that's happened once right uh, uh, a coach has left in, in his first year who no no he finished the full year okay was it was it like it wasn't um uh, who was the coach for Louisville for a while was it was it Paterno or is that a basketball <laughs> <laughs> no no I
0: don't know I don't know there was Maybe.
1: one. There was one other. His first year left early. Sabin feels like he did, but he didn't make it a full year. If I, uh, I'm like 99% sure about that. Um,
0: I think so too because I remember Breeze in the offseason. season. But
1: um, okay, so yeah. Anyways, uh, just a curious situation. I mean, he he's gonna have his blunders. Like they're gonna. What I mean when I ask that question of if he's gonna make it, I don't mean. Like, is he going to get pulled for something? He's going to go out there and throw his picks and his touchdowns. He's going to get that chance. But, like, from a physical point, like, can that team protect this guy throwing the ball 50-something times a game?
0: (laughs) That's a million-dollar question. I don't know that they can. But it's going to get us Uh, definitely as a welcome-to-the-league moment probably seven times over this year. (laughs)
1: Probably in the Um, first five weeks. Right. Okay. Here comes the Patriot biases. Um, and reactions. So Patriots, Dolphins, reactions, thoughts, uh, emotional feelings, uh, all on the table here. So kind of a heartbreak. I, I think we were both in different spaces while we're watching it. Uh, I very much was in a belief mode that like, hey, it's okay. We got this. They're going to make their way back. They're going to win this game. They're going to find a way to win this game. And my thinking was, Miami played a hell of a game on defense. Don't get me wrong. They played a great game on defense. Weird seeing McCourty on both sides. uh, Just making plays every freaking time the ball is out, you know, whoever's on the field. Um, So my first, my biggest takeaways were very unlike Patriot. It wasn't a very Patriot-like game as far as the reason they lost were two fumble turnovers and some really bad penalties. I uh, you know at one point <laughs> who was on the what, I forget who was on the sideline it was only him and the announcer's like oh he's and it was a judon or something that was sitting it's off on, sitting on the the bench by himself and I'm like oh we're just going to show the whole Miami team around this one dude um just seemed very uncharacteristic to a patriot team that we've seen we you would figure if anything was a constant that would have been it um, strange to see that that was what kind of lost it. I thought Miami defense played very, very well. And to that point, I think Mac Jones played really well against a defense that played really well. So that was encouraging. We'll get into that. Uh, on the defensive side, it was strange, right? From the beginning of the first half, the second half, it seemed like Miami was following suit to their like their plan. Every team, you know, has a first couple series playbook and then it comes into kind of on the fly how can we make a a a drive together but it just seemed like they they were really good with their first couple drive sequences and it worked into their favor and the Patriots just couldn't you know they weren't tackling all that well they were getting kind of uh torn apart a little bit um they did figure it out and, but they do. They also didn't weren't able to get really that big turnover, that big play uh, when they needed it. So, uh, those are some things that stood out to me. Uh, I'd love to hear what what you thought about it.
0: Yeah, run defense wasn't great. I mean, you said that did, you know, it kind of got carved up a little bit there. A few things. I mean, they've been saying it all week. And I mean, obviously at this point, most of the sports radio driving into work, they're going to talk about it ad nauseum in every angle that you just kind of highlighted there, but. Did feel a very conservative, and I understand rookie quarterback, but very conservative game plan in regards to the Patriots. I don't think they really let Mac, you know, let it loose. I mean, he made quick decisions with the football, and you know, obviously some check downs, but he, he did throw some some balls that you know took sh- some shots. Um, I'll be curious to see what they do this week and whether they actually let him open it up, gauging the or judging by the fact how well he played. Um, Can you elaborate
1: on? opening it up because he did throw what
0: 35 times opening up i mean you know there are obviously and and obviously the patriots offense is predicated on short and intermediate passes that being said you know they get to the red zone it's run 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 that's it or it's run run and then maybe let's see what he can do versus like an opening down pass um giving the confidence to let him do it because i mean clearly the running game at times was working but like if you're running Damian Harris 25 times a game because the other running back you have is a rookie who everyone has some high hopes for, but he, he fumbled the ball and he's on the doghouse and your other guy's James White, you don't have J.J. Taylor dressed. That's not a winning formula. I mean, first of all, Damian Harris is going to be great. He had a big fumble too. But like He was gassed by the end. Exactly. Like he 25 carries, 104 yards, but like I think 30 of those yards came on the first carry of the game. You know, mm-hmm. like he was just absolutely gassed. So,
1: and he had a couple other big ones that were brought back from uh correct. penalty.
0: Uh, I mean, the moral of the, of the game really is stupid, uncharacteristic penalties that are very uncharacteristic of the Patriots, um, especially with the offensive line they have. It's not like these guys are rookies. Um, Mac Jones got hit nine times. That's a lot. And he stood in there and, and delivered some passes.
1: That not was a something winning that formula. Was... Not but it was, formula. it was good to see, I think that he Correct. didn't shy away. There were a couple, like you said, those those short routes to the sidelines that he actually missed through, I think to Myers a couple of times yeah. um, where he was kind of leaning off a little bit, maybe not stepping into it, but for the most part, Hey, he stepped up in the pocket. If he needed to get that throw off, um, he looked very comfortable, which was cool. He didn't seem like he was skittish um, as far as targets go. I, I see a lot of potential, as you were saying, to your point, as far as letting them open up a little bit, maybe giving a little more um, opportunity to make those downfield throws that seemed like he made most of them uh, when he needed to. Uh, any of those targets, I, the tight ends are kind of an exciting one to look at uh, based off of what we saw in their involvement in the first game. I think they could have been utilized maybe a little bit more. Um, it looked like he threw to Aguilar quite a bit. Myers had some, Myers couldn't catch anyone but the hard ones.
0: Um, yeah. Kendrick Bourne had, you know, I think he should have had four catches, but three of them sure. were, and those were good, good throws too. that were called back on penalties, but I mean, he, he completely passes to eight different receivers. So he was definitely spreading the ball around. Um, I think as the season goes on, you'll see them get the tight, end, tight ends more involved. You're paying these guys a combined $25 million a year. You got to use them. Um, yep. And you kind of use them. Jonas Smith. I mean, Corey was here watching the game with us, and he basically said it best. Like, that was a hit at that point where like, who gives a fuck about the football? I just want to make sure I don't break my neck coming down from this. Because he got hit. I've never seen when somebody just get flipped as hard as he got flipped. flipped. Like, yeah. I don't think cared about the football anymore at that point. It was just like, where am I landing? How am I landing? Um, yeah, crazy hit. But yeah, I mean, the Jets will be a good bounce back game. I would hope um mm-hmm. both from a defensive standpoint with the challenge that zach wilson's going to present he well
1: the jets just lost another guy didn't they
0: who was it mckay back then yeah hat. so that gives me maybe josh Uche can feast a little bit because i love watching him mm. um i know van noy's been out this week for practice so that might again allow UJ to start um but very curious to see how they do this week and, and more so what is the running back rotation going to look like? Are we going to see JJ Taylor activated? Are we going to see Stevenson basically not even touch a football this game? He's going to be in the doghouse for a couple weeks because that's typically how it goes. Um, I'll be interested to see how it plays out, but definitely yeah. felt like a game on the whole that they're comfortable going into it saying we can win this game 19 to 17, which yeah. it's frustrating because I mean, you could have beat him. I mean, I think you could have probably scored two or three more touchdowns against him personally.
1: Yeah, I- at least that last drive, you know, before that last, f- last fumble, absolutely. Um, you know, if there's good to take away, hey, it's a loss, it's an NL in a game that I, I thought they should have won. Um, they didn't. Here we are, 0 1, but when you look around, Buffalo's 0 1, Jets 0 1, Miami's 1 and all, technically. Y- yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that position for the m- most part. Um, And I guess because we just talked about rookie quarterback, the last thing we can do is just go around rookie performances from the quarterback position, just because it just seems that that was a big uh, highlight this week. So we had, we talked about Trevor Lawrence real quick. So I don't think we need to really touch on that, but Zach Wilson, let's go in division. Um, What did, what do you think of him? Very much like Lawrence. I think they're going to let him have his reps. They have a team that's pretty banged up. So, obviously it does you have to factor in the health of your quarterback too in a play style um hey secretly i was kind of happy to see panthers kind of beat up on them uh for sam darnold's sake christian mccaffrey whenever he's healthy he's just fun um what what, what do you think about zach wilson
0: well i mean let's look at the stat line real quick Through an interception about 50 percent completion percentage got sacked six times Mm. not great and it's not mm-hmm. like he was scrambling around during those moments that he was getting sacked. That time he turned around, guy was already in space and he tried to make a play out of it. Um, but I think he's going to be really good. I mean, he looks a lot like Mahomes out there in terms of like – and a little bit like Wilson. I mean, no one's Lamar Jackson the way Lamar Jackson scrambles, but he just keeps plays alive. I mean, the touchdown he had to uh, Corey Davis, uh, the first one, you know, he scrambled out to the right and found back corner of the end zone wide open but that was him making a play with his legs. Um, again,
1: speaking a- of no oh. one is Lamar Jackson. Appreciate this guy. Correct. It's not a rookie quarterback, but appreciate this guy. He's so much fun.
0: Correct. But no, I think Wilson's going to be a good challenge to the Patriots defense in the sense that, you know, it's a very mobile quarterback. He thought Tua could kind of be that, but let's be real Tua' The athleticism did not show up when they played him and he was just he looked like a rookie quarterback when the Patriots played him this week, throwing footballs that were very. That Jonathan Jones interception was still advised. You don't really yeah, see man. Zach Wilson doing that necessarily, but
1: still a I would just say if, if if Waddle is available in your league, because sometimes people don't like to pick some. It just seems like he's going to be targeting him a bunch this oh, year. 1000
0: percent, thousand
1: percent. Who else was playing rookie rise? So uh, I don't really think we can say much. Yes, Justin Fields had a touchdown. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to be in by week four.
0: I think they had okay. –
1: Jay Glazer came out and said it last
0: week that they had this plan. I don't even know who they're playing this week, but I know they played, what, the Rams last week, which they knew was just going to get the mm-hmm. shit kicked in, which they did. Um, and then they have week three – they have some – what the hell did they play week three? Someone else that their defense is very tough. And I don't think they wanted to, to subject Fields to that, given the fact that they had Dalton. Um, yep. The Browns so Yeah, they play the Browns week three Which is also a good defense Between Clowney on one side And, and Miles Garrett on the other um, So let's let's put him in week four Against the Lions maybe That's a good welcome to the NFL kind of start um, So I think I could very well see that happening Especially because it, it's not out of the realm of possibilities
1: <laughs> Miles Garrett When I queued into that game, man There was a couple times I just saw He got to Mahomes without getting touched I don't think <laughs> I'm sure Mahomes loved that <laughs> that dude's a fucking monster. I, I, it's it's like, incredible to me. He makes
0: Jimmy look like a small human
1: being. I know. He just like the 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 guard, or the tackle just like touched him on the back as he's sprinting behind him. Like, oh boy. Um, and then Trey Lance, the other the other one. I, I, like, I want to say this. I know there's a lot of talk about Jim moving on from Jimmy already, but if that team stays healthy with Jimmy, hmm. they are a Super Bowl contender just like they were a, few, a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, and the more you thought about this game, you watched the game, Trey Lance is not – I don't think he's going to be starting anytime soon. He, no. He certainly has a lot of skills, but, I mean, he's throwing fastballs out there. There's no touch. Um, You know, I, I would not be surprised if he's not starting all year. They'll use him in some capacity, similarly to what they did in week one there, but, like, yeah. he's not going to be a full-time starting quarterback, I don't think, this year.
1: And not to brag, back not. The, I don't want to keep bringing Mac back in, but he had some touch on a couple of those passes. Oh,
0: that James like,
1: White, third and <sighs> 11. Like, can't imagine him
0: doing that. That ball would have been in the freaking, like, he <laughs> Belichick be catching on the sideline.
1: like. That, that was fun to watch. I got oh, goosebumps on that couple was of those. a
0: couple James White was probably like, oh, shit, it's
1: Tom Brady. Oh, I oh. know. I know. <clears> um, all right. Let's, uh, let's kind of wrap it up on NFL. Uh, any – the last thing we can do, any – obviously outside of the Patriots playing the Jets, and uh, games that you're going to be watching out for this coming weekend?
0: This Thursday a football game, I think it should be a good one. First off, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick's out, so Heineke's back in. And I'm into, I just – any game I get to watch Chase Young, always a fun game to watch. Mm. And more curious, so much pressure is on Daniel Jones and the Giants, especially like Joe Judge going into year two as the head coach. Like at this point he needs to put up or shut up or Joe judge is looking for a new quarterback in in year three, especially if he wants to keep his job. So a lot of pressure there on, uh, on on Danny dimes, if you will, which to me is just the stupidest nickname for one preseason
1: pass that he made. He hasn't done shit since. So. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I agree with you. That's a, that's a good case. All right. Let's, um, let's make our way around the sports world here. So, um, Let's just start with baseball because that's coming right into the end. <laughs> the wild card chase is always a fun time, all right? I'll put it that way. There's always teams making runs. There's always just kind of parody that's going on for the most part. Um, and I think it's been a cool thing for baseball here, um, for that playing game. Ah. Uh, I gotta say though, from both divisions, because I am paying very close attention. To Padres. Um, I'm paying very close attention to both races because obviously my team, the Yankees. You, uh, being a Red Sox fan, you are. Is it me, or does it just feel like, yeah, there are a couple of teams. You got St. Louis on this side. You got the Blue Jays who ha- are just on fire. Um, for the most part, it's like, who's which team? Whatever team's gonna lose the less, the least. Like, whichever team decides not to have five-game lose streaks is going to make it, which seems so opposite to me because usually it's, like, a couple teams that are playing so hot, win streaks to get there. It just feels like the Padres, the Reds, they just can't buy a win. Um, And then from the other side, the Yankees are, like, going into freaking ninth inning down a run to the Orioles and having to have Brett Gardner Bloop one out there to get the lead.
0: Somehow he's still playing too. Um,
1: the Red Sox having to come back from six runs or score six runs in it, um, it kind of keeps it exciting. But man, is this the most stressful? Uh, this is one of the most stressful, uh, like entrances into the the postseason that I can remember.
0: And it's not a lot of it's not talked about, especially in our area. Like I, I just don't think the Red Sox had a like a lot of cachet with fans, and, and part of that might be. Just their inconsistency in the second half, and how like how terrible they've been, and somehow they're still potentially in a wild card spot.
1: But that's what yeah. I'm saying.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, like if like you tell me I mean, the pod the Padres lost like every game against LA and Giants, and they're still tied, I'm like, how would, do the Reds know they just need to win one game? <laughs> like-
0: sure, sure. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the Phillies now. I mean, I think the Red Sox, if it starts to say they're out because of the tiebreakers, but like. Technically speaking, the Red Sox are one win up in the win column on the ranks, The Jays and the Yankees and one in the loss column back. Mm. It's just and great. You
1: got, and then you've got – I just love the headlines that come out. It's like, well, first off, Blue Jays, man, these young guys are showing up. I think uh, Bo had five runs batted in last night. Guerrero is just being Guerrero. Um let me tell you this. His dad, I remember Guerrero when there was just – he wasn't senior. He was just Vladimir Guerrero because we didn't know there was a junior. I think my fandom started for him. I love it for, for him. It wasn't just all the <laughs> home runs and, like, hits he hit when it was bouncing to the plate, like literally bouncing off the ground. But there's one time it was the Expos and they, there there's a ball that was hit down the line And there was a camera angle that couldn't see anything as soon as it went by. It was like one of those ones that hugged it, went into the corner, stayed in the corner. All of a sudden you just see a ball going as straight of a line as possible. One hopper to home plate throws it out. I'm like, yep, this is, this is my guy. And then you got his son coming in and just being like, all right, dad, I got you. Um, And then Perez actually tied the lead today. So I don't know if you saw that catcher that's outrageous. Um, but yeah, it just seems like they just can't can't get it. Can't have a bad game right now. I mean, I, I think at lost.
0: this point it's the Blue Jays just have so much talent that's finally kind of playing up to their and they're still they it's young talent,
1: but I think they're going <sighs> to be You seeing in. pitching. It's coming down to pitching.
0: Yeah, I think I think the the Jays are going to get in and then personally it's going to be down to the the Rays, Yankees, the Yankees, Red Sox.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy, but I mean I wouldn't uh, bet anything on that on either like I wouldn't bet anything on if I had to pick between the Yankees and the Red Sox. I'll tell you who I want to get there. Obviously, the Yankees, but I couldn't bet you uh, and feel comfortable to say because on paper I would say the Yankees, but um, yeah, I crazy. mean I'm, they're coming the out Sharks. with they're coming out with freaking uh, reports saying like <laughs> Torres isn't hustling. It's like what are we doing? What what are we doing? <laughs>
0: Right. Like, well, this, this uh, Red Sox Yankees series next weekend, depending on how this, the rest of this week here could be pretty big.
1: I know. It, I know. Um, so this is coming up hot. <laughs> who, who knew we'd be saying that the Rays and the Giants were two of the best teams in baseball. Um, but Hey, it's making us talk about it. So it, it's doing its job. Um, also, you said this before the show, so we started recording. Uh, ready or not, here come the NBA and the NHL. So, NBA, you said training camp starting in two weeks?
0: Don't quote me on that, but, I mean, I know the preseason, like, Celtics start preseason play, like, the 4th of October, so I think it it must start next week.
1: Yeah. Okay, and then we just got, actually, today, as we're recording this, Thursday, um, NHL Tuesday, released September 28th, so, sorry. Okay. Two weeks. Well, it's it's coming, yeah. Um, And then we've got uh, NHL announced their uh, schedule. I guess the only exciting part about that is we don't have to watch the Bruins play, like, three teams over (laughs) and over again. Um, But any season that's, like, the only one we really get super excited for every matchup is NFL, just cause it's, as I said before, it's like isolated one game a week things. I guess you could say basketball and it's like winter um, or like that Christmas new year time. That's always a highlight, I guess for hockey, it's, you know, but they already, they already kind of announced these in advance as far as like the outdoor games and things like that. But um, still kind of cool. Cause it's like, Hey, hockey's coming back. I guess you got that coming. So, uh, any stories in, in either of those sports that you wanted to talk about?
0: None, none that I can think of. I mean, I know Crosby, they announced he's going to miss a couple weeks to start the season, um, which will be interesting for the Penguins. Always a mystery to see how this Bruins team is going to line up, especially with no creature this year. So, big mystery mm. there for them. And, I mean, goaltending too. How much is swimming going to get in the net versus uh, this, uh, Linus Allmark, right? Yep. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You forget we haven't talked about the Bruins so long because it's like I know there's nothing in the NHL offseasons <laughs> for agents like it's just dead. I know
1: and they it's just, like, oh shit, they're playing a game every year. It's the most boring <laughs> offseason
0: I guess, like any sport.
1: It really is. Um He <laughs> could sign like if unless McDavid is doing something, you're not getting any hockey news. Well, he just um, said,
0: McDavid's doing something. He's saying the, or- the Oilers better win here soon because
1: put uh, the team on blast here. At some point, put he's going to be like, I'm
0: done with this shit
1: he's pulling a trout right now being like, Hey, give me my Otani get, although he hasn't been able to play, although I'm sure he's ready. They just aren't going to bring him back. Um, Basketball, were there, were there any stories in basketball? I know you were (laughs) laughing at Kyrie news and all that stuff, but.
0: No, I don't think there's really been many stories, frankly. It's again, you will probably start hearing more as you get in training camp, you know, after next week. Um, no, yeah. Biggest, biggest news: Celtics. Dennis Schroeder put out a poll, allowing the team or <laughs> fans to uh, pick which jersey number he's going to wear this year. That's a big one.
1: And he admit he admit that I he mean, dropped like, the
0: bag, man. Correct, fumbled the bag. Because there is, yeah. At this point, for the Celtics, you're in like number 97 because like there's, there's no low numbers left anymore. They're all retired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, hey, gotta have a sense of humor with yourself, right? Um, all right. Well, we cover the major sports. Anything else in and around the major sports? Uh, can't really think of anything. Uh, uh, any TV shows, movies, music, anything that's happening in the culture?
0: Did you watch what we do in the shadows? In any <laughs> not yet. I have not Gotta yet. Got to do it. Got to do it. Um, um, American Horror Story has been good.
1: Okay, it's I gotta catch good. up on the recent one. Um, be
0: good. Um, we started watching um, True Crime Story, which was also from Ryan Murphy on the uh, impeachment of George Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. That's
1: gotcha. been, it's,
0: it's a slow burn, but it's been good. Um, another show on Hulu, Nine Perfect Strangers, which also is a slow burn. I've been burn.
1: watching that one.
0: Have you been? Great. This last it one. It's real good. Yeah, do you watch most recent Last
1: one Episode was seven? a hot
0: mess, man.
1: It was it, a hot mess. But that
0: end a twist, good it was like, shit, why is it not? Now I want to miss the next one.
1: In a good way. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that. Uh, Nicole Kidman, talk about... i This is an actress that I really... Not that I didn't... I was just so indifferent to. Like, whenever she was in a movie, in the past, whatever. And then the last few years, man, she's just been nailing parts. Yeah. So she's 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 crushing in this one. Great she crew was great characters. Cast
0: um love michael shannon
1: yeah you normally the, like a little
0: serious guy but this is a different role for him
1: the uh yeah the cast works well together you kind of like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. um but yeah this last one i i i the first half of it i'm like oh boy this is getting what is going like sloppiness and then all of a sudden it started to come in together um but if you're watching it you'll understand with why um and then uh let's see yeah i, I the other hulu who's been doing good recently um yeah. only murders in the building that's something i've been watching we watched um, one last night We're going to get into that i think the humor is uh i think you gotta appreciate steve martin and, and martin short yeah um and you gotta know who they are for the first most part um Correct. if you don't know them and you like comedy then do you really like comedy but they uh they're they've always had a bond together and they do I think they did like a stand-up special actually together which was was awesome but no they work really well together Selena Gomez is kind of a, just a different I wouldn't expect that to be in there but she does she does all right so so um yeah outside of that um can't really think of anything music drake is like everywhere nine of the top 10 songs like first time since the beatles or something like that so all right kudos man <laughs> Drake just crushing it
0: um at this point whatever he, he he could put out the the kanye west like
1: poop scoop scoop yeah, boop, yeah.
0: <laughs> and be like number one single
1: <laughs> i know he could rewrite that remix and boom top yeah. spot uh what a lie what a life! um all right, man. Well, we got some NFL football coming up. So I mean, I'm glad that we were able to get this off in a shorter uh, amount of time. It's a good turnaround. I think this is a good time of the week to kind of assess things. We're removed enough to not have super emotional takes on the Patriots winning or losing, uh, as well as other things going on, as well as being able to look ahead, knowing what's coming up, and uh, hopefully we can keep this, keep this going. As always, we appreciate everyone following along, listening along. Hey, if you enjoy listening along, just recommend it to somebody, you know, give them give us a little shout out. They, they do that Spotify sharing now that share, share listening thing. So there you go. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, anyways, this was episode 61 of the two bros talking sports podcast. Look forward to talking to you next week when the Patriots are one-on-one baby. Let's hope.